when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for downloading the latest episode of STT Rewind. I'm your host, Owen Hughes, and joining me this week is my regular co-host, Steve Norman, and my co-editor at setthetape.com, Tony Black. We start off the film section with a discussion about Shane Black's divisive sci-fi action movie, The Predator, and how trailers can be misleading or not as the case may be. In part two, we turn to TV and look at The Purge and how successful other media being adapted for the small screen has been before Matt Latham gives us his two-minute music roundup in cassette tape. Freeplay celebrates our first anniversary with some listener questions, so what better way to start than to blow out the candles on this intro and get straight into the show. So straight into our film section, and this week we're keeping things quite brief for our uh, first birthday anniversary, whatever we're gonna gonna run with. Um, and but we're gonna talk about the Predator, Shane Black's uh, latest film. I was quite excited for this. Were you two excited for the Predator? Yes, and if it hadn't been for personal circumstances this weekend i probably would have gone and seen it but i haven't had chance to yet okay well hold that thought because the thought about the predator that is not the other thought and we'll come back to that in a minute but tony were you excited for this yes um i haven't seen it yet well well the the internet almost talked me out of it to be honest in the run-up because Mm -hmm. everyone was saying oh it's terrible Oh, it's rubbish. It's it's not a patch on things, and I was a bit like, oh, do I bother? Do I bother? And you know, I can't. I find it mm-hmm. hard to get to the cinema anyway these days. And in, but then I started seeing some really positive reviews, and mm-hmm. it fired me up because I love Predator. I love the franchise. I love Shane Black. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Don't know when I'm going to get it, but like I I, I think I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's interesting that you both haven't seen it yet, but have kind of experienced the hype that's building up to it to a certain um, degree because uh, I think the most one of the most interesting things we can talk about with The Predator is how it was marketed and as soon as that first trailer landed the reaction to it was so negative that 
uh, most people, even though it said Shane Black across the front, uh, were put off somewhat. Um, to me, I would go and see Shane Black. I was going to say something rude to him, just uh, on his own. But, you know, I would, I'd watch him read the telephone book. Let's say that instead. Wipe right? his ass. Is that where you were going? Thank thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was going along those lines, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I would I would watch Shane Black do any sort of film and go, hmm, I'm going to go into this with um, a certain level of expectation. But, as I say, the trailer, the first trailer landed. Generic action blockbuster fare was thrown around as sort of terms to describe it. Did you guys see this? I mean, Steve, as, so, as someone who hasn't seen it yet and hasn't yet told us what you are expecting from it, did you see that trailer and did you have any expectations for The Predator? Yeah, I saw the trailer. I didn't really have any expectations because it's so long since the, the first two films are out and then you've kind of had the terrible mm-hmm. one with Adrian Brody and the Alien versus Predator <laughs> films. So you're kind of like, Half thinking, should they just leave it alone now? Half thinking, this looks interesting. And half thinking, does it though? And then the the reviews are so mixed, you do have to make your mind up. I mean, if I listen to reviews of of films here online that are quite often negative, especially when it comes to big franchises, I wouldn't have bothered going to see Solo, which I really enjoyed. So negative reviews were I like to make my own mind up. Now, if every single person is giving something a stinking review, then yeah, you might well avoid it. But if it's mixed, just go and make your own mind up, and that's what I'll, I'll do for Predator. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I know, I, I I feel that way. I mean, it, the don't get me wrong, the internet certainly didn't talk me out of seeing it at all. It just maybe t- it was talking me out of going all that way to the cinema because it's a bit of a, a bit of a trip, you know, for, for me. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm, I've, I was always going to see it, and uh, I, I, but I didn't, I didn't love the trailer. I thought the trailer was a bit, well, poorly edited, and I don't know, it didn't find me up really. But I, I st- I've still got faith. I've still got faith. I think, mm. it, I, I think it's one of those things where this is destined to be a divisive cult film, ultimately, which will go on and be better appreciated I think when a little bit of distance is away from it by a lot of people and you know it's not for you know, I, I, th- I really think and I hate to say this whereas I was going to say it's not for critics and I don't mean that in the sense of the you know the um, saying that all critics are up their own ass with films because they're not but I think there are a lot of people who went into this either not wanting to like it or with a little bit of film snobbery about it and I'm like well at the end of the day it's the predator you know what what do you expect so Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's anyone who loves this kind of stuff is going to enjoy it. I you use the term poorly edited there to describe the trailer. I think that is also applicable for the film, which is half of yeah. it feels like it's been left on the uh, cutting room floor for various reasons. But the, um, yeah, as the only person here on the podcast who's seen it, and I've posted the review up on setthetape.com as well, where I gave it four stars um, out of five, I think it. It, it's dumb. It's stupid. It's uh, illogical, but it is fun. So, I would I would give it a recommend to both of you guys. I think you'll both love it. Um, cool. That said, also on setthetape.com at the moment is a joint effort from um, the writers here at Set the Tape. Uh, I I kind of took the lead in compiling a top one hundred films on Shudder, uh, the horror film streaming service, and. Uh, 
it took a long time. <laughs> I underestimated <laughs> how long it would take, but we had contributions from um, a whole bunch of writers, yourself included, Tony. You contributed to sort of Battle Royale and some of the classics that um, that are listed there on, on Shutter. So I'm just going to use this section just to, to wind up and, and plug that article. And for those interested, there is a 14-day free trial code to start streaming um, if you were so inclined. On to the television box now, and Tony, you have been reviewing the Purge episodes, yes. the, the latest TV series to hit Amazon, um, based on the film uh, series, of course. How is it? How is the Purge, the TV show? It's all right. It's it's not bad. I think uh, the two reviews I've done so far, there'll be a third out on setattack.com this week. I, mm. I think I gave them three out of five, uh, which... You know, roughly halfway in in the middle, and it's okay. It's it's fun enough. Yeah. It's still finding its feet, really. It's still you know because it's the same premise, you know, which is that obviously you've got this you know national holiday in a, in, a, in a twisted sort of future uh, America where for one night for twelve hours anyone can do anything to anybody, murder, rape, anything, and they can get away with it legally. So you then have. The Purge yeah. TV show, which is essentially real time, it's it's you know each hour. It's like a, it's as, as the best way to describe it is twenty four meets The Walking Dead meets The Purge, basically. That that's that's the best way to describe <laughs> it. Right. Okay. And it, and it, it it you know with with trying to do a little bit of like eighties occasional sort of John Carpenter schlock. I mean, the last one mm-hmm. had ten minutes, which was blatantly The Running Man, except not as good. Right. And right. I was okay. in my well, in my review. I said, "Oh, they should have done a whole forty-five minutes of that." You know, put stick a guy in a purge version of the Running Man. That's awesome, but they didn't. So it's all it's a real mixed bag of ideas, and it's it's all right, but it needs to settle down a bit. It's a bit like a crazy child right now. Well, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, I say it's interesting. I think it's interesting that the, the Purge was one of those film series that was everyone said it, it was right for being a TV show. Like there's mm. so many things you could do in that world uh, and expand it into various stories that, you know, and it, it kind of made sense that it was adapted. Um, and sort of giving them three out of five stars sounds like it's pretty much in line with the film series anyway. That's, uh, mm. they're, they don't, mm. they're not fantastic films, but enjoyable for what they are. Uh, yeah. Does that seem fair? Yeah, it's not, I would say that it's not quite, as good as I mean, I really enjoyed the last three Purge films, and I, I would say it's not quite mm-hmm. as good as them because you haven't quite got the compelling characters right now. But ultimately, I'm not bothered about the characters. I'm there to see some mayhem, and you know, just lots of I want lots of fun, stupid, pulpy, bloody, gory ideas thrown into the pot. But equally, I want them to take their time and do them justice over these like ten, twelve episodes yeah. or however many years. So. I, I, if you like, let's put it this way, right? If you like the Purge films, definitely watch it because you'll enjoy it. Great. I mean, I, one of the things that we could expand on here, I think, is the idea of um, comic books and TV shows and films that are all adapting each other. I mean, specifically, if you think of things that have been adapted for TV, novels as, you know, ten a penny, you know, any good novel gets either a film or a TV show. And BBC at the minute are making a few of those. But um, in terms of, like, comics as well, I think, um, that that have been adapted for for the TV, they always get a mixed response, and I'm not sure whether it's. You would think a comic book would work because it's quite episodic, isn't it? You know, you've got an issue, and therefore that issue could be a TV episode, maybe. Um, 
or or whatever. So you know, if you think of like the the way DC have adapted stuff for the CW um, at the moment, all the Arrow and Flash and uh, and all those kind of shows, they're pretty like phenomenally successful for for what was expected of them. Um, and I was gonna I'm mentioning this as comic specifically because. Steve, it's, an, it's another chance to to lean in into you and say, what do you think of The Walking Dead? Of course, because uh, that's a conversation we've had many times on here. Yeah, and as a person who's read the comics and the TV shows, is is what I mean. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, The Walking Dead is now having to to in some ways diverge from the comic material. I mean, in some ways it isn't. It's, it looks like it's going to follow the same loose storyline but obviously two of the biggest mm-hmm. characters left in the comics are rick and maggie and um i don't think it's a spoiler to say because it's been pretty widely publicized but the the actors playing both of those characters in the tv show are leaving during this upcoming season nine um the right. the the uh the details of the character's departure are obviously yet to be revealed but it has been revealed that it will be those two mm-hmm. characters will be leaving the show. So with those being big central characters in the comics, they're now going to have to sort of diverge. They're going to have to pick up people to replace them um, in, in their mm-hmm. roles because they're big roles. They're kind of leadership roles in the, in the group. They're big central characters. So they've got to find either a new character and put them in there or, or bring up a secondary character into that role. So it's, It'll be perhaps interesting. Well, well, if this hadn't have happened, I may well have given up on The Walking Dead. Okay, that's quite interesting. I mean, I was, we can sort of wrap this up to say what's coming up on the on the website um, this week. So obviously, Tony, you've really mentioned um, you've got a Purge review coming up soon for episode three. Um, also, you have a Jack Ryan season review. Um, mm. Which is, of course, another adaptation. Some of some of those adaptations have been more successful than others. Um, yeah, is is the Jack Ryan series a? Uh, would you put it amongst the more successful adaptations? Um, it's no, it's no clear and present danger. Let's put it that way. But equally, it's mm-hmm. no shadow Jack Ryan shadow recruit with Chris Pine either, right? It's uh, okay, firmly in the middle, and um, it, it's it's not bad. I, I warmed to it a bit more as it went on, and John Krasinski is actually. He might be my favourite Jack Ryan since Harrison Ford. So it's got potential, definitely. Great. Okay. So people have got all sorts of things to look forward to uh, coming up on setthetape.com. But for now, here is Matt Latham with his cassette tape. Insert your own quirky sound effect of inputting cassette tape into the deck here. I'm Matthew Latham. This is the section referred to as the cassette tape. And what do we have this week? Glastown news. After a fallow year this year, Glastonbury will be back next year. Tickets go on sale on October the 7th and rumours have been flying around already for who's going to get the fabled Sunday Legends slot. Kylie Minogue is the name that started to roam around for that title. It's a slot that has previously held Dolly Parton, Lionel Richie and Barry Gibb. I'm all for it. I'm completely pro Kylie. Her older stuff is great pop work and her reinventions throughout her career have constantly churned out quality songs. People have argued that Glastonbury isn't the rock or guitar festival it once was. I feel it's a vast space for all kinds of music as it's gotten that big that any kind of music could and should feel represented. I admittedly won't go to it because it just feels 
too big for me. I hope Kylie gets on the pyramid stage. She's worthy of that slot in my opinion. I also hope that I'm at home watching it and not in a tent in heavy rain. And with that, let's fast forward to the albums coming out in the next fortnight. First up is Black Honey's album. They're a band that rode initial hype with some great singles. Finally, they released their album, just as my personal hope for them has died down a bit. I'm hoping that this album reinvigorates how great I think they are. I've kept away from the singles for this very reason. Brockhampton. Now, I have no idea who or what they are, he's, she's, or whatever. I have no idea what they're about, but I know that the name keeps coming up on my Twitter feed every single day, so I think the internet has to mention them at least once. Finally, we have Metric. They're a great band. I loved their first few albums, then I drifted away, I liked their last one, then I saw them live, and I felt lost as they didn't play many of the ones that I knew. Their new singles, however, are great, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the new album sounds like. And that's it for this time. Eject yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm Matt Latham, and you've been listening to The Cassette Tape. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. In free play this week, we are going to celebrate our first birthday, uh, which is happening today, uh, the time of recording. Um, Steve, you've got a, a list of questions that have been gathered from um, writers, readers, listeners of the podcast um, that you're going to throw at us and, and maybe some of your own as well. Um, yeah, take take it away, Steve. Probably worth saying thanks first to Helen uh, Balls and Wendy Atwell for compiling these for us. Um, Helen shared the fact that it's also her dog's birthday um, today, <laughs> same, same as ours. Uh, his name is Rusty. Um, did you did you catch what <laughs> Helen's surname was there, Steve? Yes, mm. and I was trying my best not to make any jokes, but you've now just lowered me to that level. So, <laughs> so, down, I'm sorry. so, so <laughs> Helen, if you are listening, I did not bring the conversation about your surname to this. It was them. It was Owen, not me. I'm carrying on as the professional I am. <laughs> well, somebody's got. To. Mm. 
Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, um, the first question is, uh, how did Set the Tape come about? Whose idea was it? And what did it take to make it a, re- a reality? That's three questions, really, but, right. you know, tackle that <laughs> as, as you wish. God, you can see why you didn't let me host this thing, can't you, already? <laughs> I think, well, I mean, it kind of, it was one of those things where we were kind of both having the same idea from different vantage points, weren't we? And then... Um, I think you emailed me, Owen, and said, do you fancy setting something up? And I happened to go, actually, weirdly enough, I've been genuinely thinking about doing something like this recently. <laughs> and then it was yeah. just very, it was, oh, when I think about it, it was quite odd in that sense, wasn't yeah. it? It was basically, I was coming to the uh, end of my penultimate term in uh, university. And I was like, I don't, because uh, I've been running file critics for, I think we'd been going for about five years after taking over from James. Um, and I was just like, it's probably what I want to do is write. Now, I've, I've my degree's in journalism. I want to be a journalist. I want to set up a website where I could possibly either make a bit of money or uh, ultimately a living eventually. Um, and Tony how's was that, How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin it, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, your fee is what's killing the... the no. um, so I, I looked at what Tony was doing and I thought, um, we, we could make something work. If, the, if, we, if us two pulled our sort of resources together um, and, uh, and really had to go on it, I thought we, we could, we could uh, make a website we would both be proud of. And th- the reality is... Um, it, it is something I think that we're both very proud of. And yeah. the first year's got much smoother than I expected. We've got a great team of writers, more so than I mm. expected to, to turn up. And, you know, all of a great standard as well, it has to be said. Yeah. Um, we've had some people come and go, but um, I think at, at, at where we are at the moment is is further ahead than I expected us to be. So, yeah, it's I'm I'm very pleased with how it's going so far. Yeah, and the the setup was was really that we just got together in um, Oxford, which we sort of alternate summit locations. So sometimes mm. I go to Oxford, Owen comes to Birmingham, and we sat down and we brainstormed everything we wanted to do, and um, we had we came at it from different vantage points. So Owen's much better at a lot of the you know website management stuff and the journalistic you know aspects, and I was able to tap into a, a, a core group of people who I knew could write and I thought would be interested and things like that. And we just put our heads together, and then um, I think it was in a in a, yeah. in a a beef eater or somewhere where we ran through what must have been God knows how many variations of names. And I wish we still had the list actually yeah. of potential names because that would that would have been fun. Until at one point we were saying tape, something to do with tape. We like tape, you know. We we're at the eighties. Um, we like the eighties. We're kids of the eighties. Mm. And then I think you said, I mean, I think you went. Well, you know, we, we remember where we used to set the tape for things when we were a kid, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then you go, "Set the tape, yeah, set the tape," and we were like, yeah. "Set the tape," and we focus grouped it, obviously, yeah. with your yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. then fiance. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, she was yeah. she gave it thumbs up. She liked it, um, and yeah, it, it 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 kind of it kind of just all blossomed from there, really, and then. Um, mm. I, I remember last summer being on holiday in Portugal and spending most of it on my phone, <laughs> scheduling <laughs> and contacting yeah. writers and setting up the launch day, which was quite funny. But that was it, basically. It was in a pub over a, 
a, a beef eater meal thing, <laughs> yeah. beer and a burger for a tenner or whatever it is, and then we came up with um, the name. Okay, and um, when you started the venture, did you think you'd make it to a year? Wow. Uh, hmm. yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I did. I mean, I don't know about you. I. I thought I thought it would, but I didn't know really what it was going to entail in a way. You know, even though I'd written for websites and I'd pick some things up before from other mm. setups, I didn't really know what that year was going to look like. I don't know about you. I mean, I would have done a much more poorly organised website and podcast than this <laughs> for five years. So there was every reason why this one would last longer. Yeah. Uh, the the reason that I think this one worked a lot longer is because, like I said a bit earlier, Tony and I pulled our resources and we're both... I think it's not going to offend either of us to say we both have different strengths and I think mm. I'm quite good at managing something. Tony is very good at coming up with very creative ideas and pulling all these things together and we both kind of complement each other's skill set, yeah. really. And so I think that's why it's lasted a year. And I was confident that it would, Um it's you know sometimes it's like I'm reining Tony in a little bit, and sometimes Tony's pushing <laughs> me to expand and do things I hadn't thought about. So I think it works yeah. quite well that way. Mm. Um, yeah. Has there has anything exceeded your expectations, and are there any goals you have not yet achieved? Oh, there's loads of things we haven't yet achieved that we want to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, th- I think. But we only met up at the weekend to come up with some new goals yeah. and targets for, for ourselves. So we, I mean, it's something yeah. that gets reviewed regularly. Anyway, we do run mm. it professionally. You know, mm. we come up with um, you know strategies and and different sort of ideas. It's it's that's how it's different to the previous things that I've worked on. Anyway. Yeah. So well, the same with me as well. And it's it's all about mm. sort of learning as you go, really, and putting the feelers out. And I think you know one of the things that we've we've done is that we've reached out you know i mean one of the things people don't always realize when they run a website or they run a podcast or whatever is you'd be amazed how many people will give you things in exchange for mm. coverage you, you'd genuinely be amazed people don't go oh i won't i won't do that because you know i don't want to email email do you know what i mean get out there and put your name out there yeah. because you know you you will build up contact surprisingly quickly and we want to keep building on that in order to get more content on the site and you know grow in that kind of way um, and that's, I mean, that's just one example, really, of what we can, what else we can do. Yeah. And that's not to say that we're sort of encouraging people to give us their hard work for nothing. It's, you know, if people want to write for us, great. We're very upfront that we can't offer any money. We're not trying to get people and throwing a hissy fit when we say, well, we can, you know, the the only thing that we have that might help is hosting some content for you to put a portfolio together with. You know, we're very clear about about that and the idea would be i mean going back to is there anything that we've not achieved yet having a profit that we can then share with people who are very generously giving us their time that's the only thing we haven't achieved yet but again there there are things that we put in place to help us get there eventually and we we kind of hope that will happen within the next like year or so yeah, I mean, I, I was I was talking as mu- as much about actually reaching out to like contacts in the industry and and PR and things like that then, as well as writers, because I think we, you you made the point importantly there, Owen, that you know we, we've we've seen at points some discourse online about how you know people um, it should be necessarily advised against writing for free, and I you know we've we've got our own opinions on that, but I think there's also the the factor of you know that sometimes 
there are various different ways you can approach writing. And you mm-hmm. know what we what we what we try and do is we know we can't pay people yet. We're hoping we will, but we try and do our best to sort of encourage and give people a, a space in which you know they can they can show off their work. Even though we'd like to show it off to more people, we'd like them to you know get more coverage with things and have more opportunities. I think the people who have written for us, we like to think, and from what they tell us, value the fact that they've had they've got a space in which they can work with other writers see what other people are doing mm-hmm. and indulge what they really enjoy, you know, and there's, there's not always necessarily those spaces around, you know? Yeah. Well, I think the question is starting a little bit more, more fun from this point on. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> so, uh, both of you, what are your favorite genres, uh, or le- and least favorite as well? well? Go on, I mean, you go first. Horror is like mine. Yeah. Horror is mine. I think, um, Again, when we were met up at the weekend, we were talking about sort of horror films, mainly because I was considering this a shudder idea. And I think that horror is very, very broad as a genre. It's open to so many different things. It's not all about scares always. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's more about um, creating atmosphere. And uh, you get the most creative types of filmmakers in the horror genre. So I'd say horror is mine. I don't know if Tony's similar or... I think you quite like sci-fi, right, Tony? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do, I do really like horror. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I mean, you and I and our, and our mates Brooker and Adam are going to like a horror all nighter in a few weeks, mm. you know. So, you know, I do really like it. Um, I think yeah, sci-fi and action probably my favourites, really. Um, yeah. Because you know, I've I've grown up like a sci-fi geek. You know, I'm a big Star Trek fan, and obviously, you know, the X Files and all these kind of things. So, um, so yeah. I'm more on that axis, really. I think the least favourite, I probably would go for costume drama. You know, as a subgenre, I just I can't be doing with a lot of that, really. I just get it. Yeah, it does depend on the on the yeah. on the setting, but I just get bored frequently. I'm like, oh, I quite like it? a good period drama. Good period drama, as long as it's not like um, wholly romantic and. Yeah, Schmaltzy. that's more but, what I'm know. talking about. I think, yeah, mm. that kind of thing. But um, my least favorite would probably be musicals, if you can call musicals a genre. I think you can. You know what? If I say yes, a musical, you, can. you know what kind of film I would. <laughs> yeah, thank you very Sorry. much. <laughs> yeah. That would probably be it. Anything where you get subtitles appear at the bottom of the screen, I'm out. Mm. Okay, what movie or TV show that people rave about do you not get? I've got one. Yeah. Shall I, shall mm-hmm. I start? The Simpsons. Now, I've probably lost friends over this, and I've certainly probably lost a lot of respect from people as I say this right now, but I have never, oh, ever, ever... disconnected from the call. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, ever understood what is funny about the simpsons I, it, I i just do not get it at all and i've tried believe me i've tried it's it's just it's i just cannot are, get there are they, like have you are you talking peak simpsons have you tried watching I'm talking like, any simpsons because uh, there's, there's, there, there are way more bad episodes than good episodes now but like peak simpsons is is genius i just i just can't i just don't, i can't get into it i've tried I, I don't i really don't think it's for me there you go. Uh, Owen? I would say uh, Friends. I don't, I'm not, I, I, I don't understand how it became such the massive TV show that it was. Um, I think it's pretty ordinary and I think there are other 
American sitcoms that are far better that don't get quite the same level of adoration. I just think Friends is uh, very... There's something uncomfortable about it. In the same way, like, a Richard Curtis British movie is quite uncomfortable. And it's idyllic, yeah, like, white, middle-class sort of fantasies. And I just thought, nah, it's not for me, thank you. Having that size apartment in New York when you or you don't seem to actually have a job, mm, I'm out. Mm. Okay. Plus, um, I don't really think it's that funny. And the laughter tracks all the way through it, the studio laughter is, oh. Anyway, uh, let's stop. <laughs> yeah. So, a couple of other questions that came from Helen. Um, she doesn't tell me why you're making this decision, whether these people are going to be your... Um, your captain, your friend, your partner in crime, your your you know cop buddy, your friend, your lover, but Mulder or Scully? Uh, uh, uh Mulder. For, for 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 the for the fact that I I I like I like like he's just my favourite. Yeah. I uh, Mulder. Uh, Kirk or Picard? Uh, Kirk. Ten years ago, Picard. Now I'd say Kirk. <laughs> right. These are onto the questions from Wendy. Would you rather be a werewolf or a vampire? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Vampire, I think. Really, I've got enough Immortality. hair. Immortality. Yeah. Yeah, it was that as well? <laughs> but see, see, werewolf for me. I mean, not that I was being asked, but I would do a werewolf because vampire. <laughs> you're you're a vampire. 24-7. Now, werewolf, you're you're a werewolf once a month, the rest of the time, and only at night, the rest of the time, you, you're just you. So I think being a werewolf, there'd be less impact on your life. Mm, probably. Vampires can't go out in the day. You can't eat garlic. You can't, go, like, near a, you like can't garlic. go near a church. Yeah, that's true. That's true, isn't it? It's the garlic. Once I do like garlic. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, well, maybe I'll change. Yeah, werewolf. Well, well, I'm going to change as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, you've talked us around. I've just gone for the one that is least hassle. Not looked at the, not looked at the benefits at all. Just gone for least hassle. Um, and the final question that we have: If you were to be involved in a time travel accident and you'd have to live out your life in the time that you ended up in, would you go past or future? Future. And if I said this, yeah, okay. That negates the next thing I was going to say. I was going to say if you decide to go past, which which era? I would quite like to go to the Dark Ages just to see what actually went down there. Yeah, but you've got, to live, you've got to live there, though. You've, you're in an accident, Owen. I mean, like, it's all the, gone wrong. You, you yeah, can't you've got go the back. whole of history. Like, you can't, you and you can't, go, you yeah. can't go back. It's not like, oh, I can nip to the Dark Ages for, for an hour and have a look round. It's like, yeah. no, you're, you're stuck there now. You're, you're living yeah, out. Yeah, four or five hundred AD, the Romans have left Britain. What the... F- is going down here for the next five hundred years. So you'd want to, you'd nothing. want to, you'd want like, to, you'd <laughs> want to live the rest of your life in an era where you know nothing about other than people probably didn't live beyond forty, yeah. and it was, <laughs> yeah. If I was wealthy, if yeah. I was wealthy, yeah. yeah but even peasant, wel- I wouldn't go back as a peasant. Like, I'd go back as a landowner. <laughs> Even, even the wealthy you have a choice. You, all you've got is a busted time machine <laughs> that, that serves no purpose to anybody in that time. Well, you don't know what's going on in the future, dear. You? you could end up in a future where Trump is like the demigod, 
and we're already there, but we don't have to go forward. But no, we, no, true, true. But I, I think you've been wildly unimaginative. I, I'm, I'm going, I'm going back to like ancient Rome, me, and I, we, a few gold coins in my pocket. I'm going to be out of a whale of a time. You, you can stay there in your hut, mate, <laughs> with, 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 your, well, with your helmet. Yeah. I might I would, hop over to Rome. <laughs> I would, I would go back to to last week again because it would cause me the least hassle. <laughs> <laughs> which day though you got to choose your day um, yeah. Saturday because we lost at football I could try and impact on that again and not let that happen I really don't, I really don't think you two really appreciate the power and technology you've got here I yeah. really don't again if I'm going to be stuck in, if I'm going to be stuck in the past if I'm going to be stuck in the past I don't want to impact me that much last week is fine <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's all the questions though we are out of questions I think the, the last few were the best, definitely. No disrespect to anyone, but... Yeah, who, who wanted yeah. to ask serious questions about the website and how it runs? Can't we ask more questions about, <laughs> would you rather be this or that? I feel like there's an hour's podcast in this time machine thingy. I, I, I think we could very much go more in-depth about the reasons yeah. why and what would happen. Well, I want to go back to yeah. last week. <laughs> to last Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> there's a niche. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of STT Rewind with me, Owen Hughes, and my guests this week, Steve Norman, Tony Black, and Matt Latham. If you enjoyed the show, it would mean a great deal to us if you could like and review us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts from. I know I say this every week, but it genuinely would make my day to see a five-star review. We'll be back in a fortnight's time for another episode. In the meantime, check out our reviews of The Predator, The Purge, and our Shudder Top 100 list over at setthetape.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at setthetape. Otherwise, we'll see you in a fortnight's time. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.